So what this book then is really about is I've got this backdrop of I start off absent from my body, absent from my emotions, absent from everything I experience, and then I reconnect to myself and to other humans and to non-humans, to my emotions, all that. So in the backdrop, there's sort of rising ecstasy all through the book. Against that, I have these different stories I tell, different groups which are silence, like the relationship between Christianity and the silence of women, or you know, science and the silence of everything. And then I talk about education. I love talking about I love I love bashing education even more I love bashing science. I think mean, that's what I want to do now. Is everybody have a whole education bashing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but only recently, especially after teaching at a university for a few years, but I come to understand why the process of schooling takes so long. Even when I was young, it seemed to be the most classroom material that could be presented and assimilated before maybe five years. Now after you learn fractions and negative numbers in first or second grade, what do you really learn in how uh, algebra? You don't really learn anything else than math in those years. Same with, with reading, once you learn the basics. It's just reading, spelling, it's, it's all this stuff. You, know, you don't really learn anything. So, so when, I was, when I was in high school, I figured that the primary reason that school took so long was that they wanted to break you of the habit of daydreaming. I mean, I sat in the back of the class, and they turn around fadeaways to the buzzer for the NBA championship all through. <laughs> 8th and ninth grade. And then 10th and 11th, it was, um, it was Lonnie Rock to a field fence to win the World Series. And then start of, start of my senior year was football. And I never did get as well as hockey. Um, and then I basically, I basically cut to the chase and I started in my mind putting plastic explosives on the <laughs> And then also, anybody who asks questions with less than three minutes left in the class, it's like, boom, your history. Um, I mean, you know, they're going to make the class go over oh, yeah. I, I said this, by the way, to the boys' school. Oh my god, this, the kids loved it. The, the instructors were all like, um, uh, wait, you didn't really think that, did you? No, you thought nice thoughts about your teachers. Like, quick and painless. <laughs> I've since come to understand the reason that school lasts 13 years. It takes that long to sufficiently break a child's will. It's not easy to disconnect children's wills, to disconnect them from their own experience of the world in preparation for the lives of people and that they will have to endure. Less time wouldn't do it. In fact, those who are especially smart go to college. But they seemingly offer some childish graduate school. <laughs> I have nothing against education. It's just that education. I've been telling everybody, I got it in the book that education from the Greek root we do carry it. Somebody told me it's Latin, so from the Greek or Latin, I don't know what it is. From the root. I have nothing against education, it's just education from the root. Um carry meaning to lead forth or draw out, and originally a midwife term meaning to be present at the birth of is not the primary function of schooling. I've always thought that instead of calling them departments of education, they should call them departments of inculcation. Inculcation comes from the Latin root, I'm sure on this one, Latin root inculcare, which means to stand in with the heel. I also learned something kind of cool, you know, education comes from edus, to lead forth or draw out, and sedu, seduce, means to sort of lead astray. So what you really want to do when you're talking to a member of your preferred gender is to educe. Anyway, I'm not saying by all this that Mrs. Cowley, my first grade teacher, was trying to murder the souls of her tiny charges any more than I've been trying to say that individual scientists are necessarily helping on destroying the planet, or that individual Christians necessarily hate women and hate their bodies. The problem is much worse than that. It's not really personal or even institutional. 
the institutions we create do mirror the destructive historic culture. It's implicit in the processes and therefore virtually transparent. And one example of this is graves. And we all sort of take them for granted. But what are graves? Graves are an implicit acknowledgement, explicit really, acknowledgement that what you're doing is not sufficiently rewarding on its own. It's a means to force them to do this thing they'd rather not do. I mean, did you ever get a grade for uh, you know, learning how to play basketball, learning how to play pinball, learning how to ride a horse, learning how to kiss? And, I'm sorry, maybe a C minus. <laughs> <laughs> and you never get an F, did 